Hi, I'm here today with Megan Sykes, another author in the collaboration book, We Are All Made of Love. We're so excited to be able to bring you this, this book, February 2nd, 2022. It's a, a vulnerable and heartfelt collection that will help restore your faith in humanity and remind you of the true reason that we're all here, transcending all the odds through love, connected as one with each other and made of love. Now I'll read you Megan's bio for a moment. Megan Sykes is a lifelong equestrian and owner of Sharon Equine. She's a certified equine assisted learning facilitator, horse rider, biomechanics instructor, and breeder. Megan operates a small facility in Ancaster, Ontario, where she specializes in injury rehabilitation, delivering foals, and young horse training. And her piece in the book is actually called We Are All Made of Love. And welcome. How are you today? I am wonderful. How are you? <laughs> I'm lovely. I love the horses in your background. It's so fitting and they're so cute. <laughs> now, did you did you want to tell us a little bit about your piece and why you submitted it and what inspired it? Absolutely. Um, when you asked me to be a part of this, my brain said yes, because I know there are so many synchronicities and moments and I love looking for love in the world and in my life. And then I sat down to start writing and went completely blank. Like I just, I couldn't think of anything specific to write about. And it was in the middle of a huge transition in my business. I just leased a farm October 1st, 2021, after looking for about a year and a half. And then as I was getting the farm set up, there was just so many people that I wouldn't have even thought of that came out of the woodwork to help and support me in so many ways. And I just like, that was what I had to write about was these relationships that I have not realized that I was nurturing over 10 plus years in a lot of cases, you know, these people that I ride with once a week for six months out of the year, but we've never been social outside of riding clubs and things like that. And people were showing up like, oh, I found this water trough in my barn. Do you want it? And that saved, that would have cost me $150 brand new. And they just showed up and like, hey, I brought you some snacks and a bit of extra electric fencing repair gear that I had lying around. And that is a love that we don't always think about. Like, I don't think that people think of that as love because it's not romantic love, but it's these relationships that I didn't even realize along the way that I have nurtured into this place of love. And I really want people to think of that more often. Think about the number of people that are behind you when you don't realize it. Well, and that, that's been a big theme with this book, too, is is helping reminding people of those those other ways of connection. And, you know, because the, the world can get to be like dark and overwhelming sometimes, but it doesn't have to be because there are so many of these moments and sparks of love and light and connection and, you know, like thing, things that you wouldn't normally think of. And then all of a sudden when you're when you're in a spot, then people step up and help. And, and that's that's the way like I think it's it's Mr. Rogers has a saying about you know when when there's things going wrong in the world look for the helpers there's always helpers right and you know and that that sort of 
your your piece embodies exactly the theme of this book so well and you know I was so excited when you submitted it and I knew that you had been struggling with it a little bit and so like to see to see the final piece that got in was so special and amazing and I'm really grateful that you were able to help remind people of all of these special little little things that you don't always think about so it's awesome I'm grateful that I was able to sit down and help remind me because when I wrote that piece I was in the middle of a huge transition that on a lot of days wasn't going that well like there it was I knew there was going to be a bit of a rocky start moving into a new place and I knew there was going to be some growing pains but it went in a direction that got really tough really quickly and even to just sit down and write it out to remind myself that for every one person that was giving me a challenge, there was 15 people stepping up to help me was important for me. So like, I'm sure there's somebody else out there that needs the reminder as much as I did. Well, and, and it's, it's so true. The, the whole thing of what, you know, where we put our attention expands too, right? It's like, we can, we can focus on those crappy people and they seem to multiply. Like, <laughs> but when we focus on like, you know, where the good people are coming in and some days, yeah, it's going to be way harder than, than others and whatever. But like when we can, you know, hold on to like even the little moments, like the little sparks of things, you know, and then it just, they seem to expand so much more as well. And, you know, and it's, it's funny because so many of the authors have spoken to me about how writing their piece was exactly what they needed at the time. And so I know that that energy going into this book is going to help so many other people because you're writing exactly from the place of, of what you needed right and so it's that's that's gonna make the book extra special as well so <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> and I'm, I'm really grateful that we were able to to connect all that time too with your equine assisted learning training and you know be able to 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 connect through another another one of our colleagues and whatever and you know she was actually going to write for the book and she wasn't able to because she's in the middle of a big move as well (laughs) and so you know it was it was it was meant to be exactly how it was meant to be but did you want to tell us a little bit more about what you do with the the training and the foaling and stuff Yeah. So um, a lot of my time in the horse industry, especially in the last 10 years, has been spent more in a veterinary adjacent kind of place. I'm not a veterinarian, but I have worked as a vet assistant. I've worked as a receptionist in a vet office. Um, At a lot of the barns I've managed, I've been the go-to person for vet care. And I've worked in layup farms and foaling facilities. And that's sort of a really niche corner of the industry that people, even as horse owners, sometimes aren't aware of. So I decided to sort of strike out on my own doing that. Um, So specifically, I'm taking in horses that either have extensive care needs in terms of an injury rehab or, you know, wound care, post-surgery, things that maybe your regular boarding barn isn't able to look after as intensely. And they can come to me for short term, like four, six weeks, eight weeks, and I can get them over the hump and then they can be ready to go home. And with the foaling, um, a lot of people think that because horses are wild animals, they should just have their baby on their own and be fine. But nature is not kind. Like, if we look at what is happening in wild horses, 
the ones that have complications, they just die. So having somebody in there who's experienced, who knows what to look for and can help them through some of those complications really does increase your odds pretty significantly of having two live horses at the end of a delivery. So because I have worked in that world, like I did full watch for a big ship in falling facility for five seasons. So I've delivered upwards of a hundred foals at this point. And, and, and that beautiful one that's over your shoulder there, that's one of the ones that you helped to deliver and create too, right? <laughs> yeah, this one, she's three this year, um, she's about three and a half right now. And she was the first one that I bred for myself. So this is actually her mom um, over my other shoulder. Um, so yeah, after three or four years of falling out for other people, I bred one of my own. And Hope is actually due again in April um, with another baby, this one for sale because I have three now and that's where that's what I can manage right now but um, I've always wanted to breed professionally like my mom found one of my journals from when I was 12 and it was like when I grow up I'm going to breed horses um so it's not something I take lightly it's something I've worked for for a really long time and that I'm really proud to be able to offer to other people um well, and the interesting thing that a couple of people have actually come up with um, in the author interviews as well is the idea of dreams coming true, of placing a seed and then having it manifest later on, which I mean, like for me, I've wanted to be published since I was three, and now this is going to be my 12th book. Wow. And, you know, and being like, there's, there's a number of different other authors that have either written about it or shared about it in the interview and whatever too. So that's amazing that, you know, you've, you've wanted to do this since you were, you were 12 and now you're doing it. And that's so inspiring as well. So <laughs> it's really exciting. It is. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you, you're able to do that. And um, did you want to share any key takeaway that you would like people to have some sort of message that besides that dreams can come true as well, which is a beautiful one as well. Um, but was there anything in addition that you wanted to, to share either from your piece or from just your life, life lessons and stuff? I think the key takeaway for me is that there are so many more people that love you than you even realize. And there are people that will step up even when you don't talk every day, even when you don't run in the same social circles necessarily. There are people that are going to show up and offer you help. And you just really need to be receptive. You need to be ready to, to say yes to that because that's love too. Like that is really such a huge part of our lives that we dismiss. Um, so, you know, say yes to those people that want to step up and help you. Well, and that, that I think is a testament to this book as well, that, you know, I, I put out different invitations to authors and I've had 18 other authors beautifully say yes and, and to participate and contribute to this book. And the, the way that we've all been able to connect throughout the process I, you know, I, I consider the book a success and it's not even published yet. So I'm, I'm super excited for that opportunity. And that, that is a fantastic message as well. So if people feel inspired that they want to connect more with you, or they want to share some feedback when they read your piece or anything like this, how would they be able to connect with you? Um, 
I mean, I think we'll put everything in the description box, right? But um, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I'm on YouTube with some of the horse education stuff and breeding education. Um, I do some breeding education over on Patreon. um, If people want to sign up there for some more in-depth and more personal stuff. Um, And people can, you know, message me on any of those platforms. Awesome. And um, we were talking too that um, Megan is also going to be contributing to one of the launch day bonuses. So stay tuned for that special surprise. And I'm sure that she's going to have a really amazing thing to offer and include for everybody as our thank you to you for purchasing on February 2nd, 2022. We can't wait to share the book with you. Thank you so much. And thank you, Megan, for being here. Thank you.